0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fashion School Dropout. I'm so excited to be talking to our guest today, Ms. Janelle Alvarado, who is the founder of Retail Boss. So please give her a welcome. Hi, Janelle. Hi, Brittany. Thank you for having me today. Of course. So you have your hands dipped in business from music to fashion, to retail, everything in between. And you have so much perspective to offer when it comes to those topics. I would love to hear, first of all, what is Retail Boss and how did you get that started?
1: Yeah, so Retail Boss is an online community for retail entrepreneurs. It is geared towards people who are looking to start their businesses in retail, whether it be fashion, beauty, cosmetics whatever it is that they're looking to get into and they are looking to understand the business side of what they're doing so that's really what the essence of retail boss is all about we provide resources we provide events and then we feature a lot of industry experts to give advice to our community and when it comes to how we got started it really got started because i was doing consulting for a long time and The retail boss name I was using to already do that on Facebook. And also I did a lot of workshops in person as well as speaking in my city. And then over time, I realized, okay, Instagram would be the next great platform because there's a lot of boutiques here. There's a lot of brands here of people looking to start up. So I invested in taking that time to build the Instagram community as well. And that's really how it got started. So before, when I was doing consulting, it was mainly for bigger retailers, big companies. Mm -hmm. And it was during that time where the retail apocalypse started to happen and a lot of the big chains were closing down. Um, I live in Canada, so it was around the time when Target expanded into Canada and then they were quickly kicked out. So a bunch of Target stores opened up and then they all closed down that was around the time when i was doing consulting for bigger companies and then over time i just realized that with the growing market and how things are going that niche brands and indie brands is the future and then that's when i switched to providing more of these resources through the retail boss community
0: wow so retail boss gives a lot of great amazing branding and marketing tips to those interested in of course you know retail having their own boutique, um, and a lot of that is geared towards fashion. did you specifically seek out um, helping fashion brands or is that something that just kind of came naturally as, along your journey?
1: I would say it it came pretty naturally. I had been working at the School of Retailing uh, at our university here in Alberta, so that was at the University of Alberta, and it was me, I ran that center, and I managed a bunch of um, undergraduate students as well as master's students to complete projects for a lot of big companies so I've worked with Victoria's Secret, Best Buy, London Drugs and then a lot of the mall companies so a lot of retail real estate and within the malls are you know all of the most coveted brands are in malls so that's where it would stem from I would say more of that mall experience working with a lot of those real estate groups that own malls That's where it really came from. And that's when I started to realize okay, there's a big business here for also fashion. Um, And this is serious business when it comes to retailing. There's a lot of strategy beyond just selecting what's
0: going to be sold in store. Exactly. Exactly. So, speaking of what are some, you mentioned strategy, what are some tips that boutique owners and store owners in fashion can take away? Yeah, I would say the number one tip, at least right now
1: with where we are with um, indie brands, more smaller brands and boutiques really thriving online, is that number one tip should be to focus on creating an engaging community and a brand around your products. It is so imperative right now that most businesses starting out, they need to understand that the product having a good product is a minimum requirement mm. when it comes to the business of retailing, right? It's just a minimal expectation that you have a product that you can market that does what it says it can do. So how are you to stand out in the market these days as a new boutique, as a new brand? Number one is to really create and cultivate a brand that people resonate with, right? And to create, not just a lifestyle because lifestyle gets thrown around so much. What does really lifestyle mean? I feel like lifestyle is just too much tied to appearances. Mm -hmm. What I'm really talking about is tying into community. What is the actual um, messaging behind your brand? So brands nowadays are becoming more and more um, reliant on better communication. So communication is starting to surpass fancy photos. Yep, absolutely. So I would say my number one tip right now is that focus on creating something that has an actual message that can resonate with a certain group of people and then you provide them value day to day and that could be in the form of events it could be in the form of doing collaborative partnerships it can be in the form of providing them with better advice or better ways and styling tips to help them help those who buy from them wear their products better or utilize product better while fulfilling that message that the core company has.
0: I love that you mentioned community because one thing I really love about Retail Boss is you really have cultivated a strong following and strong community. I see you guys going to magic trade shows together and doing all of these amazing things. Um, mm-hmm. so what is something that someone can expect joining Retail Boss community? Yeah. So what somebody can expect by joining
1: our community is access to resources and access to just a thriving community of other people who are really serious about learning the business side of retailing. So we don't really focus too much on the aspects related to, you know, just fluff. We're not a fluff community. You're just going to get business tips, advice, get tools that you can implement today, especially if you have a Shopify, we have lists of apps that you should be downloading. We have a lot of blogs. We have a lot of information as well as we have a lot of industry experts to hit on topics that are happening right now in the market. So you're getting that information you need to help you with your business as a startup as soon as possible in real time. And I think that's so important because as a business starting up, you're so busy with other aspects. It would be nice if we all had the time to read all the news articles and all the new reports that came out and pull out the nuggets that work best for us. But that's really what we do. So we're reading all this information, we're pulling out stats, and we're contacting experts for then you can basically just come to us and you have that information right there that's most useful to you. So I would say that's what you can expect as well as events. We also do events and we just love to collaborate. So if there's any businesses out there who are interested in collaborating and engaging with our community of entrepreneurs in the retailing industry, please get in contact as we are always looking for ways to collaborate and again, build together. I'm all about community. Like you said, Brittany, Mm -hmm. I'm all about it. It's so much better when everybody does it together.
0: Yes, all about collaboration over competition, and I'm so glad that's finally becoming, you know, a shift in the mindset collectively, because Mm -hmm. we are stronger together once we put together all of our strengths, you know, not, no one is good at everything, so we have to come together and combine, and we'll be stronger like that, so that's what I really love about your community that you've created, it's so just amazing yeah absolutely and the
1: thing is like we're a community group and we we support every other community yes. right like just like when we think about products and stuff like that think about how many shoes you have in your closet by all these different brands right so people will still <laughs> buy things they like so it's just like they they'll buy from all of you so that's why I'm really all about community at the end of the day we all are a lot of the communities and the it industry experts that I work with they're still relatively small in the industry so when we all come together we're a lot larger and we have a larger voice and impact in the industry when we do it together because one of us by ourselves saying things right and not having you know you might have your small community but it's so much better when you're with a group of people and you say something because then it really resonates and I feel like it reaches way more people and you really never know at the end of the day when it comes to these collaborations, I just find why do it alone when it's it's so much funner together. So it's not just right. It's not just because it's, you know, you'll grow faster. It's also, it's better. It's a lot funner to be in an industry where everybody talks positively about everybody's business and supports everybody's business. And you know, if, I scratch your back, you scratch my back type <laughs> yes. of mentality. But we don't do it for everybody. Like you have to fit into that, right? You need to fit those requirements of you're, you think the same way, you have the same positive mindset, you also are mm-hmm. cultivating a community. And that's the kind of people that I like to be around. And that's who I promote
0: to my community as well. Yes. So you have succeeded in building a tribe of like-minded women and boss, boss ladies. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. So when it comes to retail boss, have you found, because here's the thing about the time that we're living in right now with Instagram, everybody is saying, I'm a boss, you know, I'm I'm this, I'm that. I remember you posted something a few months ago that was so hilarious. I was dying. You, you posted, how are you going to be CEO of your life and yet you went on this rant
1: (laughs) yeah I think I remember that post I think I remember that post and it's like how are you gonna be CEO? (laughs) oh yeah exactly because they don't even have a business so you (laughs) know what are you the CEO of your your life (laughs) yes I was like oh my god Janelle is savage because we're all about business here if you don't have a registered business you're not in business (laughs) You have to have a registered business to be a boss. You need to be making revenues to be a boss. You have to be a boss out here. Right. But, you know, that was just
0: my two cents. (laughs) No, I brought that up because, you know, thanks to Instagram, like I was saying, like a lot of people have this perception, like, oh, I'm going to just, you know, put on my blazer and like, you know, call myself a boss babe. And it's just that. So, have you yep. ever had to check anyone that came that was trying to join your community and they weren't really trying to put in the work or they thought it would be something else, you mm-hmm. know, easier than what it appeared to be? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, we do a lot of events.
1: So, just like you had mentioned earlier, we've done um, group trips to WWD Magic. It's a lot of fun. We all usually stay at the Flamingo Hotel. It's a bunch of girls. We do dinner. We have wine, and then we buy for our boutiques, right? Or we're looking for manufacturers to partner with our brands. So yes, we. I definitely. I can usually tell right off the bat Mm -hmm. who just wants to do this for fun. Mm. And you know, even with the tours that I do, I don't do it for fun. I really like to be around people who, even if you're starting out, you have to match my energy. Like you have to also be as hungry and driven to actually get your brand off the ground. You have to be doing already the work before we even get there. You have to have a budget. You have to have your target market. You have to have done it where if I bring you along with my group, we're going to be accomplishing something. Mm-hmm. And then six, down, six months down the road, you have a business that's launched. So I would say, yeah, I check people all the time because people will approach me. They'll be interested. They're like, oh, yeah, this isn't too expensive to be a part of it, right? Because our pricing is very reasonable. But I ask the question, I'm like, wait, 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 first you have to qualify. So send me this. I need this. I need a marketing plan. I need to know what your buying budget is, right? All these different things. And, you know, most of the time, they don't get me anything. Mm. So they're just there to try to come, have a girls weekend. I'm not about that. So... Me, at the end of the day, this is still business. So this is a business. So I get to pick who I, I can allow to be in my space, as well as those who will be around other people who sign up, because it's so important, because one bad apple can rule, ruin the bunch.
0: Mm, so
1: I'm cool. not going to even have them around people who aren't at their level. If everybody coming has a buying budget, let's say, a 5,000, 10,000, right? I'm not going to bring somebody with 300. Mm-hmm. It just, you, Your best to go on your own, kind of explore because we're going to be on a different level while we're here.
0: I hear that. So everyone has mm-hmm. to bring something to the table and really contribute.
1: Yeah. Like with our events it's to help you start up your business. So you have to be at the point to actually start up. Yeah. Not just, playing, not just playing around, but actually start up. So everybody I've worked with that who had came, they actually have a business launched with product, with labels, with a beautiful website, everybody who was at our last retreat.
0: Okay, I hear that. Mm-hmm. So you have a virtual summit coming up right now, the startup retail. Can you talk a little bit about that and what um, the audience can expect? yeah so
1: we have our digital summit so exciting happening this weekend you are also a part of it so excited to have you part of the fashion startup stream on day one so this is a two-day event day one like i just mentioned is for fashion day two is for beauty it is all for people who are looking to start their businesses I have made sure to curate the actual topics to focus on those in their first, second, and third year of business. So we're not giving out information that you can't apply till year three. So everything that we're doing is for those who are looking to start. Uh, We pulled a lot of great experts who are going to be there. I'm just so excited. All that information is available on Instagram at startupretail. So anybody can sign up, get a ticket. We have limited spots. We had opened up 300 tickets for free for people to register. That's sold out in less than 24 hours. Amazing. So yeah, and we did that because during this time with COVID and everything, mm-hmm. people are very sensitive and then people are in the process of, they don't know if they want to start their business or not. Mm-hmm. There's I'm getting a lot of messages. Saying, Janelle, should I still start my business or should I hold off for a bit? And we really wanted to continue to push that narrative that education is key. So that's why we decided all together collectively that we would make this free for the first three hundred. We really promoted it to our most loyal people first, and then they filled up the seats. And then now we do have some limited tickets available for twenty dollars each for anybody who's looking to still participate.
0: Yes. so going back to something that you just mentioned a lot of people mm-hmm. are in that space where you know times are uncertain right now i fully believe that you know this is temporary and mm-hmm. we're going to come out of this you know we're going to have a new normal so mm-hmm. what would you say, say to someone who's like i don't know like i had this idea to start a business but now I don't think I should do it, or I'm not sure I'm going to wait and, you know, wait it out. What would you say to someone right now who's thinking that?
1: Well, what I always say, not just right now, Mm -hmm. what I always say is you wanted to start a business, you would have done it already. That's what I say. Mm -hmm. That's what I say every time when somebody says, should I start a business? I'm like, if you wanted to start a business, you, you miss, Mm -hmm. you would have done it already. So right? Like, who, who am I to you? Like, we have to really think, social media, just like you said, is a very interesting place. It can be very interesting where people are asking somebody else to make a decision. For permission. I give permission yes. for you, uh, what? Even what you're saying, even in people's situations, yeah, maybe you're not in a situation to start your business, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe it has nothing to do with the COVID situation. Right. Maybe you just don't have time. Right. Right. Maybe you just don't have discipline. Maybe you just don't have the money yet. Right. But that's what I mean, where it's just like people shouldn't have to come to me to ask me to make those decisions for them. They should already know where they're at. So it's all about being Mm self-aware and what you're doing. And really, again, if you're going to be a boss, you have to be able to answer those boss questions yourself. Right? Real bosses, we go out there and we're looking for advice. (laughs) Yeah, like a real boss, we go out there to gain knowledge or expertise to solve a problem. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Right? To solve a problem. I I don't go out there asking other people for permission for my ideas, for what I'm planning. I do not.
0: So, I love that because mm-hmm. I find that so many people are waiting for that permission. And I actually was speaking to, um, the stylist Jay Bolin, who, if you guys are not familiar, he styles Tyra Banks, Sarah J. Proverbs, yes. um, many, and many. And he also, he also follows Retail Boss on Instagram. Yes, yeah, so he gave mm. some great advice because some stylists were saying, um, they were asking, Well, can I call myself a celebrity stylist? Like can I, you know, have him? but he was like, You need to claim that title. Like, you know, why are you asking me for that? I mean not in you know, he didn't say it like that because you know he's super sweet, but essentially he, he is was so saying, sweet. Don't ask me for permission. Don't ask anyone for permission. Nope. Like, if you a stylist, you need to claim that right now and then other people will have no other t- no other choice but to call you a stylist because that's what that's what you are you know i don't determine Uh, Mm -hmm. absolutely that is so spot on and that
1: is so that resonates to the core because i find the most successful people we are like that we do not i feel like very successful people it's like you you have gone through that you have already probably gone through the with yourself wrestling if, oh, should I really do this as a career or not? Should I really do this? this? Like you've already gone through all your doubts, right? And then you take that one step to actually, to actually for once follow through with that idea you have and you get some kind of success. You could have even just made $10, Mm -hmm. but it's like you made that decision and you got an outcome, a positive outcome, right? And I think that helps shift the mindset where you realize, hey, well, I didn't have to ask somebody if I should do that, and it worked, right? That's so it all comes from that inner self-awareness, having inner confidence, and like you said, you have to claim it, right? You
0: do. You but didn't. you
1: also have to do the, bu- the, the work, because if you're out here it. saying you're a celebrity stylist, you haven't styled any celebrities, and you're just like not doing anything like with what you said, taking cute photos of yourself and posting it on Instagram, here. right? The industry is small the industry is small and you never want somebody to be walking around and be like oh yeah do you know that person she's the, the everybody not just one person but every other stylist in your geographical area doesn't know who you are mm. so networking is also key if you want to kind of claim something you also have to claim it in that industry so you have to get out there you have to network with every other celebrity stylist right? We see this with, that's why I really love comedians. Comedians do this really well. All the comedians are friends. All the comedians hang out with each other. They all stick around like minds, right? Even the ones who are just beginning to become, right, get into the comedy scene, they surrounded themselves
0: with those people. Going back to community. Mhm. Mhm. Yes, and yeah. I think that's the reason why we created our communities. You know, I created Fashion Mentor because I wanted to be around a group of stylists who can understand, you know, what I'm going through or, you know, what certain jobs, certain clients, certain situations that are unique to stylists can understand Um, Mm -hmm. that, you know, the fashion industry is so creative. A lot of people tend to, um, you know, keep those things to themselves because of that scarcity mentality. But, you know, I truly believe that there is enough, more than enough for all. All of us to go around, and I know a lot of people say that, but I truly believe that to be true. And um, going back to what we we're saying about asking for permission, I remember the moment, like when I first first said, "Okay, I'm a stylist," because I do remember those feelings of you know being a little intimidated because you know this industry is not for the weak at all. So mm-hmm. you know me coming in and having little to no experience, just coming out of fashion school it was the most random post I came across on Instagram that made me say, you know what? I am a stylist. And this post said, Orville, I'm forgetting his last name, but the guy, the first brothers, the Orville brothers, Uh the first ones to fly, um, you know, in the plane Mm -hmm. did not have a pilot's license, but they did it anyways. So Mm -hmm. I didn't have, you know, any, thing that said this person is now a stylist. Like I just started doing it and then my work, you know, started catching up and I was able to back that statement up. So going back to what you were saying about if you're a celebrity stylist, then, you know, you could call yourself that, but your work better reflect that.
1: Absolutely. And that's what I love about, you know, fashion mentor your community that you have, because yeah, you're giving out so much information. And here's a big thing most people don't understand is that not everyone is a good teacher. So Mm -hmm. not everybody is, you know, just like we said, everybody has a different skill. Like you're great at having communities and building communities. I'm also great at that too. But would I suggest that for everybody? I wouldn't suggest it to everybody if that's not what you're best at, you're best suited in, right? Because there's other things within that community that you can assist with. Hell yeah. There's so many other things that you can do because you could just be an active person in a community and provide just your advice or provide, um, you know, connections to your resources, Mm -hmm. or provide, um, you know, scholarship, or whatever it is that you are good at doing. And I think that's a big thing, because yeah, we have our communities, but I feel like I'm always actively trying to get brands or other people interested to provide what they can provide.
0: You are, you are. And that's so important to success is knowing that no one is good at everything that's why we bring on people whose strengths you know can compensate for where we we don't have so much so you know if you're not good at marketing which you know, obviously you are incredible at that but just as an example if you're not good at marketing you're going to bring on someone who's good at marketing if you're not good at speaking public speaking you're going to bring someone on who can cover that if you're not good at you know xyz build a team of people or a tribe or a community that can you know help you rise together
1: Mhm absolutely. And then also just to hit on just like what Jay Bullen had said mm-hmm. all about you have to like claim it, you have to actually come you have to come up with that statement. And there's a, a motivational speaker online his name is Nate Howard. So he he has his whole movement it's called Movement B and that's what he teaches youth mm. in in different communities. He partners with a lot of schools to provide that curriculum also online and it's all about you should write, you know, you need to tell your own story or write your own story before somebody else does. Ooh. So like you have to be the one to come up with the story that you're going to tell. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you might not like, well, most likely won't like what other people are going to come up with. Yes. Do not give anybody else that power to tell your story nope. but yourself. Nope. And that's where it all comes down to again, you know, self-awareness, being an entrepreneur. There's so much that just comes down to having a mindset, having just a great mindset, right? We were talking to um, Rachel Williamson the other day on our live stream on Retail Boss, telling us all about, you know, the things you can control, things you can control, and really shifting a mindset to really be able to focus on what you can control and then not you know, worrying too much about the things that you can't control because it's all about mindset to stay positive out here, to keep going, to have your own, you know, motivation because yeah, there's a lot of motivational quotes online and there's all these different speakers. But at the end of the day, there when you have a business, most of the time you're not going to be motivated and a quote's not gonna, you know, type up your emails for you Mm -hmm. You right so it all comes down yeah to that self-discipline and your self-discipline is very much tied to that perception you have of yourself so are you a boss if you are a boss a boss gets their work done period period with a team you don't need you don't need to be motivated to get it done you get it done right? Because there's so many miscellaneous tasks and so many mundane things that you have to do in your business that is not fun. You know, you're not going to read a quote and be like, yes, I'm so excited. Like, (laughs) let's get this done. If only, because I have a million quotes saved. (laughs) (laughs) You read a million quotes and then you go take a nap. (laughs) Right? (laughs)
0: Exactly.
1: But no, at the end of the day, you have to, you, it comes down to who are you are, who are you, what are you, sh- who are you showing up to in the world? What is your narrative? And it all comes down to exactly that. Who who are you going to define yourself is and what are you going to do? What work are you going to put out there? And that's it. That's all you need to be concerned about.
0: A hundred percent. And going back to what you said about mindset, that is everything it's you know the basis of everything especially considering the situation that the world is in right now with COVID 19 and going back to what rachel said about focusing only on the things that you have the power over because i'm not gonna lie like when this first happened like the first week of lockdown i was freaking out you know Mm -hmm. anxiety attacks and just so living in a state of fear but you know what? I realized I could only focus, I can't, you know, focus on the external world or else I'm just gonna be losing my mind, literally. Mm-hmm. So I'm focusing on what I can do on the daily, you know, to stay safe, to stay healthy, take care of my family and all of that. So and that's what brings me peace. Not looking at the news, you know, I've completely bought mm-hmm. that out. You know, I only yep. hear the updates that my mom sends me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know how moms are. Um yep. But yeah, it's so important. So um, on the topic of COVID-19, of course, I had hope before that things were going to, I guess, go back to how they were before. But you know what? Mm -hmm. I feel like I choose to believe that things are going to be even better after this because we're gonna think Mm -hmm. of new ways to do things safer ways um Mm -hmm. to do things so what do you think the future is as far as when it comes down to our industries as far as fashion as far as retail what do you think that's gonna look like
1: yeah so right now with COVID and everything You know, there's so many things we can't control, right? So in the news, they're saying most likely people are going to have to wear masks, the employees, and they're going to have to have their temperatures checked before they go to work, all of that, right? Until there is some kind of vaccine or antibody that they're going to create. But again, focusing on that, like we just said, that's all external, Mm -hmm. right? So a true entrepreneur, a true boss focuses on what they can control, right? It's like, okay, great. Fun fact. But what am I going to do in this industry, regardless of people have to wear masks? Well, people can wear masks and party, right? That's what the event places are probably thinking. We're going to make it work. A real entrepreneur, a real boss doesn't think about the, the cons, right? And think about, okay, well, how can we make this work? How can we create something, like you said, a little bit more safer, Maybe we have just a minimum amount of people. Maybe we have more curated events. Maybe we have more private things. So where I see this going is I still see, again, this is pushing the narrative of having more niche and uh, smaller community groups. I think people are going to be more cautious in what they're going to be going to, and they're only really going to go to things that really resonate with them right? And really go out of their way to purchase things that really resonate with them. Because even during this time, consumption habits have changed. I feel like people are sitting at home for a long time, figuring out they may have way too much clothing. They may have way too much stuff, right? Maybe they realize now they've been over-consuming this entire time, which now they're clearing out their closets. Mm. They're maybe thinking more minimalistic, Um You know, also with even food habits, people are now thinking more vegan. When you're stuck at home for so long, there's only so much fast food you can really eat. (laughs) And, you know, Uber Eats and Skip the Dish isn't making it cheap to be unhealthy. Oh, yeah. Right? So that kind of concepts are changing as well. So I think for the future of retailing, I feel like it's just going to, instead of being such big places where a lot of people congregate, It's going to be very nice, small places where, yeah, you walk into a boutique, right? And there's usually only maybe five or six or seven people there at a time anyways, right? If we think about like the average mom and pop places. So even, right, once this is done, a lot of people are just going to, who shop mom and pop or smaller, they're going to go back because it's never crowded there anyways. Yes. But for these big, big places, let's say like H&M or whatever, you know you're going to go in there, there's going to be a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So I feel like for a while there will still be that kind of fear and anxiety for the majority of the population yeah. to kind of stay away from that. Mm-hmm. And I think we can definitely see people more wanting to do um, and seek out more local, smaller options where it's not going to be so crowded every time.
0: And I was I came across an article today on WWD, about the mm-hmm. of red carpets, you know, the Met Gala, which is usually the first Monday in May, of course, has been canceled, um, the Emmys have been canceled, cons, everything. What do you think that's going to look like as far as, um, you know, that sector of fashion? I mean, I know it's not like retail specific, but... Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah no, yeah because so I
1: also own um I do fashion shows here in my city called Glow Fashion Show so mm-hmm. we do a lot of fashion shows here ourselves but I would say even when it comes to the Met and stuff like that um a lot of those businesses are haven't been making a lot of money in a lot of years there's a lot of fashion shows that have just shut down in prior years without any kind of COVID happening yeah. so what I would say I can see a lot just discontinuing I could see a lot discontinuing or just reshaping their entire model Mm -hmm. to not be so crowded Mm -hmm. like even with we have Coachella right and then it was postponed and now it's been cancelled right oh has it oh my god I don't know I thought it was I know Essence was cancelled though yeah but I predict if Essence got cancelled after postponing and moving it to a similar date that the same fate's gonna happen for LA um and Coachella's way too crowded It's just way too crowded. So I don't know how, what their plans would be, but it might cost them way more than they'll make to add in the extra precautions necessary that they may have to do to actually put that
0: festival together. Yeah, and I can imagine it'll be you know, so as enjoyable as it usually would be because I'm gonna be looking over my shoulder like I don't want anyone coughing near me. I don't want anyone exactly. more than six feet close to me. So it's not gonna be the same for a while. Like even after, you know, the city opens back up. I know I'm letting y'all go outside first and see what happens <laughs> and then I'm Exactly exactly so are these
1: events really going to put in all this extra cost and all these extra Mm -hmm. precautions with anticipation that way less people are even going to show up it just doesn't really make much sense
0: yeah but so
1: i'm sure they'll weigh and do like a cost benefit analysis and right but again even if they planned everything there just needs to be one announcement of something Mm -hmm. and then it's all done for all (laughs) over that uncertainty Um, I'm not sure how many businesses will sign up for that. So what I would say is, yeah, I can see things going more digital, um, more fashion shows going more digital. Um, but again, I feel like it's only really going to work with the fashion shows who have cultivated a community Mm. because they do digital, um, events through, you know, fashion week online. Right. But I don't know. It's not that, like, I don't really pay attention to them even with the fashion shows that I go to, I usually go because a friend or a couple brand indie brands that I like are going to be presenting. Yeah.
0: And for the experience, it's just not the same online. So they'll have to do some, you know, thinking on that, on how to make it more engaging or make people actually want to tune in when there's a million other things happening online. So absolutely. And if we really think about it, um,
1: like even the Met Gala, how do you bring something like that online? Mm -hmm. Like, People go there for that, you know, the people who are actually invited, that whole experience the experience. Yeah. You can translate that experience online. So that's even what we've said seen with a lot of retailers, right? That close their physical locations and they tried to focus on e-commerce, right? A lot of um, mall brands. So a lot of brands that are typically found in the mall, like let's say guests. Like how many times do you really order guests online? You don't. You walk into a mall, you buy guests, or you walk into a mall, you buy Victoria's Secret items. right so when they closed down and they went online they weren't getting any sales because they hadn't cultivated the online community right so the same thing I feel is the fate of a lot of these uh fashion shows if you didn't cultivate a community online that's strong enough to support a digital conference Mm -hmm. I don't see it where the profit will come in Um, So right now, I would say there's a big gap for people who, let's say, already have communities to put together their own fashion shows, their own online digital events. If you already have something cultivated, it's an amazing time for you to jump on that because you might think a lot of these physical locations, like physical events can translate online. They can't. You can't do Coachella online. (laughs) Like, where are you taking photos? Like, what are we doing here? You can't do it. So I think right now in this time, people should really be thinking about what they can tap into if they have something digital online right now is your time.
0: Wow. Well, it'll definitely be interesting to see how things play out in the next couple months and even the next year or two, you know, how the world. Yes. Is. So I know
1: it's going to be really interesting, but we all have to just hope for the best, be optimistic, keep running our businesses get up every day, go to work. We can't control the external. So
0: we'll focus on what we can control. Focus on what you can. Well, I think that's a wonderful note for us to leave on. I want to thank you so much, Janelle, for sharing your amazing insights as always and your tips and advice to our community and our listeners. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Brittany. Absolutely. So where can people find you and follow
1: you? Yeah, so if you're looking to be a part of our community, keep up with events as well as resources, you can find us on Instagram at retailboss.inc. You can also find us online at retailboss.co. If you're searching our URL, that's where you'll find us, as well as on Facebook. We are on there as Retail Boss. So I look forward to seeing you there, meeting you, whether you want to join our community to start a business, grow or scale Or if you're just a business out here trying to collaborate and tap into our amazing
0: community base. All right. And if you guys enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Um, Make sure you keep an eye out for our next episode. And thank you again, Janelle. Okay, great. Bye. Bye.